Hi, I'm Nad B, and welcome to Season 5 of Memoria. Flash memoir adapted into bite-sized audio stories using sound effects and music. Each episode explores a moment in time that shaped a writer's life. The following story is called About You, and it is written and performed by Jennifer Crane. Here is Jennifer to tell us how she came to write About You. This piece relates a dream I had shortly before the unexpected passing of my husband at our property. His reaction when I described the dream was not what I expected. He responded so differently to me and seemed to read more issues into it than I did. I was baffled and a little bit angry and that stayed with me for some time. It was a vivid dream, parts of which I had had before. And while I thought those dreams unusual, I never considered them to be anything more than a dream. After such a devastating loss, I questioned everything, including my dreams. It's interesting though that I have not had any of those dreams since. And while I still ask myself every day what I could have done to prevent an outcome that changed our young family forever. I had this strange dream last night. Are you awake? Hmm, he replies, still half asleep. Do you want to hear it? Yep, tell me, he mumbles. Well, the creek was flooding and washing away the banks, gouging out a river, but it wasn't raining. I'm standing on the veranda, watching the water get closer to the back fence, but it doesn't quite make it. Okay, he says. The water's not coming into the house like it's safe inside, but it's only flooding at our place not next door. That is strange, he concedes. I remember thinking the girls and the animals are safe. Anyway, I go through the gate into the paddock and I want to get across to the other side of the creek, but I can't find a way. Sounds like you need to talk to a shrink about this, he yawns into his pillow. Funny, do you want to hear the rest or not? Ah, there's more, he says without enthusiasm. I'm wearing a dress and no shoes. You never wear a dress, he states. I know. Maybe that's what the dream is trying to tell me. How do you remember this? No one remembers their dreams, he says. This part is a bit of a repeat, but it was very clear. In colour, he asks. Full colour. And it was as if I had control. I wanted to go into the paddock, so I did. You know what I mean? When I woke, it took me a moment to realise it wasn't real. A lucid dream, he pronounces. What? Don't they call those lucid dreams, he asks. I don't know. Anyway, the water subsides and it looks like the creek before we put the dam across. You know, steep on one side and not quite so much on the other. Was I in your dream, he asks. I don't think so. Wow, thanks, he scoffs. Are you shitty because you weren't in my dream? There's more. (laughs) Long dream, he complains. So now the creek is winding through the paddock and the banks are grassy and moan with a gentle fall down to the water's edge. And I'm under the water, which is so clear and sweet, not murky and metallic smelling. I look up and see the sky and the tree branches hanging over and people standing on the bank. One of them looks like mum. Anyway, I'm floating along with the slow current, looking back at them and at the bottom of the creek. 
which isn't that horrible stinking mud, but white sand. The reeds and the water lilies are a clean pale green and as I go past them I run my hands across the stems like those bamboo curtains from the 70s that you just had to touch to see the movement and hear that annoying rattle. But there's no sound. Are you listening? Yep, still here, he says. It was so peaceful and I knew I had to get out, but I didn't want to. I even felt as if I'd stopped breathing because I was so calm. I wanted to stay there and float and just keep following the creek and see where it took me, but I woke up. He turns over to glare at me. You wanted to stay there under the water. You would rather drown than be with me. Well, thank you very much. What? I wasn't drowning. How did you get there? It was a dream. If it were me, I would fight, do anything to get back to you and the girls. You didn't want to come back to me. Was I even there? You said the girls and the animals were safe. Did you think about me? Was I safe? He asks. No. I don't know. This isn't about you. It's a dream. You said you had control. You could have thought about me. Unbelievable, he says. It's a dream. My dream. It's not about you. I shouldn't have told you. Don't you have to be somewhere? He turned away and pulled the blanket to his neck. I'll be home for lunch. Don't come back unless you want to, he grumbles. Oh, for fuck's sake, it was a dream. It had nothing to do with you. It wasn't about you. Clearly, I'm not even in your dreams, he continues to argue. I felt happy when I woke up. You stuffed that, thanks. Are you getting up? No, I feel like shit, he says. You want a cup of tea? No, I'll stay in bed a while longer. Maybe I'll dream, but not about you, he adds. I'll get over it. Mum, I had this strange dream a few nights before he died. When I told him about it, I said it had nothing to do with him, that it wasn't about him. But it was Mum. It was all about him. And I didn't see it. If I had, I would have stayed home. Stopped him going to the creek. I could have saved him from the water. Memoria was written and produced by me. Nat V. About You was written and performed by Jennifer Crane. Each episode is illustrated by Peter Manning. Music in this episode is by The Blue Dot Sessions. You can listen to our previous episodes or see a schedule of our upcoming episodes on memoriapodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any good podcasting platform. Until next time. <laughs>